Guys, this is Bill Farrell and Michael Pettit. Michael Pettit. This is our Rock Bottom to Recovery podcast. And um, Mike is a entertainer, a professional stand-up. Um, he's a man of many, many talents. Um, and I've worked with Mike. I, I'm also a, I wouldn't say I'm a professional stand-up, but I'm a stand-up um, going in the direction of Mr. Pettit. Or trying to get there, but technically, Bill, you are a professional. <laughs> hey. And the reason how you got grandfathered into the professional is yes. at some point, yeah, somebody paid you. <laughs> this is true, and they might have regretted it, Mike. After, <laughs> hey, so let me tell you, uh, it, it's it's a it's a great business, and um, uh, you absolutely are a professional, and you're Bob's. Discount furniture. Oh furniture yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is perfect. It is spot on, right? And that's that uh, I, that carries a lot of weight coming from uh, a gentleman who does all kinds of impressions and very, very good impressions. So, um, but uh, Mike Pettit is uh, our guest today on the Rock Bottom to Recovery podcast. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, um, we are creating a platform of open discussion, uh, respectfully. Um, all about recovery and, um, you know, what, what's, um, my pathway to recovery is slightly different probably than Mike's and then, uh, you tuning in, um, if you are, uh, looking to get on the road to recovery, um, you can go back to our other podcasts and we have a, quite a few and I was telling Mike, um, and a couple other people that, um, I haven't really listened to him, Mike, um, and I just started to, and, um. I'm like, I think I'm four episodes in, and I'm very, very impressed with um, myself. And I'm not saying that because I'm something phenomenal. I'm not. But the information and the guests that we've had on has been phenomenal. And uh, one of our um, um, our co-hosts, uh, Shane Johnson, whose idea was to start Rock Bottom to Recovery, um, he hasn't been with us um, for a little while, but um, we're hoping that um, he'll um, come back and and start hosting a couple of these podcasts because he was just, he's dynamic, he's awesome, he's funny, it's sure. its a great, uh, but, I mean, we just covered so much stuff sure. and it's different. people who are, you know, the wonderful world of uh, the platform of social media and, and Facebook is, uh, my audience is now uh, blending with your audience and what we share in common is, uh, is sobriety. Uh, Correct. Everyone has a different story, everyone uh, certainly has a different journey and a different path and... That, that, that's what life is, is all about. But you absolutely, um, you know, my, my story, uh, I decided uh, growing up, uh, I, was, I was that kid, you know, hanging out, uh, having a good time. And my good time uh, went from just uh, occasionally to quite often. Uh, I basically just decided that uh, I had to uh, either, uh, well, I always say, I didn't have a problem with, with, with partying. Uh, or I didn't have a problem with drinking and partying, but every time I drank, I seemed to have a problem. Right. So I basically uh, decided I made a life change for myself. Um, uh, ni- 1990 was when I decided to just make a life change for myself. And, um, you know, it, it was one of those things where uh, I was always in, always, always in trouble. Right. Always in trouble, whether it was getting uh, fist fighting or a DUI or just, just getting in in. in, in, in situations that I shouldn't be in, uh, and then working in the lovely and en- entertainment business. Oh, yeah, uh, the entertainment. We're going to cover that very, very yeah. shortly because, um, 
it's a it's a very interesting um, business, and there's a lot of opportunity to get yourself jammed up, get yourself in trouble. I'm curious to know. Um, so, it, 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 if anybody's uh, tuning in, if you're listening in through iTunes or podcast, <clears throat> if you hear us talking about, um, you know. Um, videoing uh we are facebook live now so i just wanted to put that out there um if you if you're on facebook or you can watch us live or you can go to our rock bottom to recovery facebook page and you can uh, actually watch past episodes um of us shooting live and sure. uh but I, I i before we we jump into um you know how you got yourself into trouble i'm more curious mike at the moment to find out at what age did you start where did you start with and then take us through how you ended up, how many years maybe you drank. and. Well, it was one of those things where I would, uh, you know, had a little wine with my Wheaties. <laughs> okay. All right. That's always good, right? Well, that's what Bruce Jenner was doing, and look how that worked out. <laughs> right. You know, um, basically, I'm just a young kid, just partying with my buddies and, uh, you know, grab some beers and run out into the woods and let's light a fire and crank up some music. What age? Uh, I'd probably say 12, 13 years old. Okay. You know. Um, riding around on my Schwinn Traveler. Is that ah. any idea of a uh, time reference? Yeah, you're taking us back on the Schwinn. On the Schwinn Traveler yeah. with the bike bags. And, <laughs> um, but uh, basically, yeah, just, just hanging out and partying. And, you know, it's one of those things. It's uh, It's been quite a journey and um, very fortunate to have the, uh, the mental uh, mindset that I basically wanted to make a change from my life. Was there something that happened, or was there anything, or you just like you just, or did you just get to a point where you were like, I can't be doing this anymore? There was a defining moment. Um, you know, I probably uh, dealt with it a few times, uh, three to four months, just partying, just partying, hanging out, and doing things and stupid, crazy crap. But I think one of the most defining moments, Bill, for me was when my mom sat me down on a Sunday afternoon uh, after two or three days of partying and just you know being. Being a, being a young punk, she just said her, my drinking was killing her. Wow. Um, that, was, that was huge. That was a big impact for me. And uh, that was in 1989. Uh, it's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. Um, so to sit here right now to share my story live, which we are doing, there's no script, there's no net. Um, that, you know, that, that's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. And... Um, it's one of those things where uh, I don't walk around on a day-to-day basis saying, I don't party and you shouldn't either. I just made a personal life choice for myself. So at a young age, oh, sure, I could make people laugh. There was no problem with that. But it seems that uh, I was finding myself in a lot of problems. You just continue to talk real quick. i got to make a little adjustment here on my camera. Um, making adjustments, folks, <clears throat> as we're on the fly. Yeah, I just got to... Um, it's, but, um, it's, so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, what year did you say that you, um, that, 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 um... 1990. No, no, you said in 1987, is that oh, when I, you quit? 1989, when, uh, basically, I think my mom had sat me down and just kind of had a little chat with me and just said, you know, your, uh, your, your partying is really affecting me. So, uh, was that it? Is that when you decided, all right, I'm not drinking anymore? No, last time I drank was actually, it's, it's, a, it's a funny story, but, uh, you know, they always say comedy comes through pain. But it was this Thanksgiving dinner, 1990, on Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I had uh, gone out and, uh, you know, had some fun with the old uh, high school, you know, friends and uh, found myself at the football game partying and 
it was just something where I passed out in the mashed potatoes. Hey. Yeah. But uh, that, was there butter? <laughs> <laughs> was there butter? Didn't, didn't you want to know, right? Were they, were they homemade or boxed? Yeah. They were homemade. My mom's a good cook. See the yeah. chin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the double chin, triple <laughs> so. chin. Um, but no, it was just something that. Um, that that was my my thing. It was 1990, and that's a that's a pretty long time ago. Uh, so uh, you know, rock bottom to recovery. I mean, uh, you look at what what what's out there now and uh, readily available at at a much cheaper price. You know, we were, oh yeah, we were into the LSD, the mescaline, the acid, the mushrooms, and now it's the oxy. It's well, I think um, like you mentioned mescaline, and I remember somebody was a young person. Of course, it always is, and they were like, "What's mescaline?" <laughs> yeah. And I remember taking mescaline back in the day, and that sure. was what, what 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 was mescaline, anyways? Was it just like a little form of acid or something? I don't know. How crazy is that? What is that? Oh, it's mescaline. Oh, yeah, give it to me. It wasn't a Flintstone chewable. Yeah, no, it was not. And uh, you might see some Flintstones after you've taken it. Um, so you might be yabba dabba and doing it. Hey, Flint, try one of these. <laughs> exactly. Bonnie, I don't know if we should be doing that, Bonnie. <laughs> There you go. Fred Flintstone's in the studio. There you go. Um, we've, we've unleashed the voices in my head. I've said, I've, I've actually said, like, if if Oxys had been around, um, we'd be dead. We'd be dead. We He'd would be, be dead. dead. That guy'd yeah. be dead right now. I'd be no good. He'd be yeah. not then. <laughs> Tell everybody the uh, what impersonations do you do, Mike? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know that we're uh, we're reaching a large audience right now, and how many days are left? What time is kickoff? Unequivocally, we are excited about yet another Super Bowl with Tom and Bill and Jonathan. (laughs) And we are in Minnesota at the Mall of America. And it is going to be the sweetest Super Bowl ever. (laughs) Not only... Is it cold in Minnesota? Yeah. They're at a freaking mall. There's nothing else to do. No, there isn't. But I guess it's a pretty decent mall, correct? Buddy, you can't put enough <laughs> lipstick on that. It's at a mall. Yeah. It's a food court. Yeah. I've, I've seen the broadcasting. <laughs> isn't it like the Mall of America or something like that? Or it's, it's the Mall of America. Um, you know, not typically the, the, the Super Bowl is in, in, in Texas or right. Houston or Arizona or Florida. And somehow, you know, Minnesota must have ponied up and, and put up some good money to have. But uh, we're excited about the, about the game. We're oh, already, it's going to be great. You no, know, we've already got like our whole pre-meal, and you know. Do you think? Um, do you think there'll be a lot of individuals looking, maybe possibly, for some rock bottom to recovery um, come Monday morning? I know a lot of. Or Philly. possibly maybe Tuesday morning. A, a lot right. of Philly fans. Yeah. That's you know, <laughs> it's it's the most it's the number one watched sporting spectacle worldwide. Oh, I. Super Bowl. It is amazing, right? As our producer Jenna's looking at us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know uh, the whole thing with rock bottom to recovery. Me and Billy have worked together on different gigs, and you've always said you got to come do the podcast. This is absolutely. Um, right, because you have uh, 27 years of... 27. 27. 27. So, um, so, uh, that's incredible. Thank you. Now, um, let me ask you, did you, did you ever do AA or anything along this? Uh, you know, I've gone to um, a few meetings um, years ago when my dad had passed away. 
Just I didn't have a temptation to party and slip and drink. I was just upset and grieving, obviously. And I went to a uh, to a noon noon meeting, and I just wanted to be around some people. Yeah, that's all it was. I just wanted to be around some people and hear their stories. And hearing their stories kind of reaffirmed myself where I am in my life. That a I, I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed to to be. Um, strong about my that's my new addiction yeah that's been my addiction um i'm addicted to uh food i'm addicted to health but i'm, I'm addicted to sobriety yeah and when you say that to somebody they're like wow that's that's pretty bizarre when you use those words yeah i'm addicted to my sobriety yeah and i do what works best for me uh it's and each obviously we're all our own individuals you have to find what works best for you i knew in the beginning of, of stop partying i had to get away from the guys and the friends at the circle i was traveling in right you know um and uh what's interesting is um we've lost a couple of those friends but i now hang out with those guys and are the, so are those guys sober too now oh um, no they still have a keisha but they grew up they're successful they own yeah. businesses but and, and and that's part of you know part of maturing is at some point you have to grow up. Right. That's that's what I can say. Yeah, and I and I I mean I know a lot of people that drink and they can do it and and that's not a problem or whatever. Um, sure. But that's not me. No. I can't do it. I'm no. not that guy. Um, and obviously you're not that guy either. No. no. And so um, you know um, <clears throat> but it it is interesting like. When I quit, now I have 30 years of uh, sobriety. It was September of 1987. I quit when I was in the Marine Corps. And again, I didn't... Um, <clears throat> I look back now because I wasn't even 21. And I'm, I'm still amazed that I was able to quit. Um, but like you just said, I, one of the things that we had in common is I realized there were individuals I could no longer hang out with. And it wasn't because they were bad or it's just they, they didn't get it. Like when I told them, I can't drink, man. I can't do it. I'm going to get myself killed. I'm going to yep. kill somebody. I'm, something's going to happen, and it's not going to be good. And um, How fortunate are you <clears throat> that something tragic didn't happen to you? Well, you know, I was just talking to somebody. I, I remember, I, I swear, like I think back now, and obviously I'm clear-headed and everything. I was in San Diego, downtown San Diego, probably one of the uh, – all I remember is I was about to get into a car with some pimps because I was on the street talking smack, <laughs> and they said, yeah, let's take a ride. And sure. I was like, yeah, because I was drunk. I was an idiot. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And thank God my buddy, Barry Wilson, I'm going to put him out there um, – like, grabbed me. and like, what are you doing? Sure. And I'm like, I'm going to take a ride. And he's like, no, you're not. Look, if you're going to try to get sober, <laughs> San Diego's not the he, place to well, try to Well, first, get... he wasn't trying to get me sober. It's, it's, I'm saying... He was trying to save my life. Sure, but so you know? I used to live in California. Yeah. You, you know, you got palm trees, you know, beautiful, oh, beautiful women, the sun. Uh, it's, it's, but, you know. So my people that are on my page right now, they're watching, and um, they typically, if I post something like this, it's, it's comedy. Well... This is just something that uh, this is a fellow comedian friend of mine, and we decided to uh, to jump on. This is uh, you know rock bottom to recovery. Uh, it's a serious, serious uh, epidemic. It affects everyone. It's not colorblind. Addiction is horrible. And if one person uh, today on my feed um, takes anything from this, if you know me and you're in my circle, you know I don't party. Um, I, I party, but it's just chicken wings and pizza and nachos. And well, that's a form of 
uh, partying. It's a form of Obviously, partying. Obviously, yeah, I just noticed that Mike is pronouncing his R's, which is very good. I think that's Am very I rolling proper. Them? But you got to say party. Party. We was partying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Went, to, went to the package store. <laughs> we, got, we got Wicked Ham. And, yeah, we did. Right? Yeah, we did. We picked up. We were my mom's uh, back in station wagon. We got hammered. So the, to the people that are listening in or watching us as we are Facebook Live, uh, this is a, a rock bottom to recovery podcast. We started back in 2017. You can find us on iTunes and Podbean. Um, go on and check us out. I, I don't know what the number is. I, I probably should know that. But, I, I mean, we got some really good um, episodes. And this year we're cleaning them up. We're getting the information on to them. We really want to build um, an audience uh, because, as I pointed out the last podcast, in this country, Mike, uh, we lost 66,000 people. Um, to an overdose in 2017, 66,000 people. And if you want to get an idea of what that looks like, Gillette Stadium holds 66,280-something seats. A whole stadium of people um, we lost in one year. It's tragic. One form of uh, of, a, of an addiction, an overdose. Uh, and, and so, I mean, that's just one year. Um, and every year it's been climbing. And so uh, a friend of mine, again, I'm going to say Shane Johnson, uh, had an idea to do a podcast on, about um, recovery and all the different pathways to recovery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, y- you know, and, and as we started it, uh, we weren't really familiar what we were doing, sure. but we knew we wanted to educate and bring awareness to ourselves included. Sure. Um, and we just began to reach out to different people that are involved in the recovery field. And we, we, we've... We've gone as far as, um, I think, uh, just 2018, and we were in Wisconsin. Well, we weren't in Wisconsin. We brought Wisconsin here to Holbrook, and that gentleman's name was Jesse Heffernan, and he was part of the Faces and Voices of Recovery. Um, Utah, we had a, um, a young lady uh, Skype in from Utah, and she spoke about her experiences, and we dealing with the mental sure. health. Um, so just to kind of give your people an idea of where we're at and sure. what we're doing. And, and we, I know Mike because I do stand-up comedy on the side too. And I've worked with Mike on, on many occasions and I look forward to working with Mike. And, and through our comedy, we've we've talked and realized sure. he was sober. And I was like, this is cool stuff. We did a, a show in, in uh, the mayor, Mayor Marty Walsh. Oh, yeah, the mayor. That was great. That was yeah. for, uh, in Dorchester for uh, for the women. So that was actually the Edwina Martin House. I'm glad you brought that up, Mike. Yeah. Um, because that's also one of our episodes. And we had uh, Judy McDonough came on. And I listened to that yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, if you uh, know a woman, if you are in a family with um, a woman that's struggling with um, – Substance use disorder is, sure. is what the politically correct term. Uh, check out that podcast because um, she was just a wealth of information. And she is uh, one of the few women uh, re- uh, recovery houses in the state. And they're out of Brockton. It's the Edwina Martin House. Um, you can Google it. Um, and she came on and she talked all about the different um, – the differences in recovering between men and women mm-hmm. and the women. It was just, it was an amazing podcast, well worth listening to. But me and Mike yeah. uh, did a comedy show for them. We had, I think, 450 people show up, uh, yeah. including the mayor. Yep. Which, if the mayor's looking, if the mayor's watching, we want to, you can Skype in, mayor. Yep. 
Uh, we can Skype you in right here. We'll take about 30 minutes of your extremely busy schedule, and you can tell us about your recovery because he's very vocal. Absolutely. You know? And uh, one of the gratifying things, laughter is infectious. It's something Absolutely. that we, we thrive on as entertainers. Hopefully we get those laughs. But um, at this point, after I've been doing it 30 years uh, on both coasts, I grinded it out in Hollywood. And the old uh, line in Hollywood was, if you want to get a development deal for a sitcom, go to uh, Burbank Studios at noontime, because that's where the uh, AA meetings are, and that's where all the producers were. Really? But Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, but with that being said, uh, one of the things that I find gratifying is when you walk off stage from an event like Bill, you produced, when you stand there and someone comes up and shakes your hand and they said my god i needed to laugh so yeah. hard that is incredible so for that 30 45 minutes we afforded them a sense of escapism they were allowed to forget about the pain the loss the hurt all of those feelings that they have from addiction and people that they've lost because you can look out into that crowd and you know that they have lost somebody right. or they're struggling themselves. So just standing here, right, just sitting here with you right now gives me a great sense of purpose that I enjoy doing. Um, so uh, you ask me how I all started and stuff. Like I, I was exposed to Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Hey, man, what are you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm going on the road to recovery <laughs> with Bill Farrell, man. Hey, yeah, I know that dude, man. He's from Holbrook, man. He does the joke jokes. <laughs> and then, of course, you went right into Reverend Jim from Taxi. There's another oh. drug induced. <laughs> you know something, Billy? <clears throat> We're doing the road to recovery. <laughs> we need to make people aware. <laughs> hey, Jenna, do you know who he's doing? Jenna has no idea. She has no idea. Then you're definitely not going to like the next voice. <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgebone High, Spicoli. Oh. oh, tell me you don't know. You don't know Spicoli? Come on. I've heard of it, she said. Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Hangover? <laughs> no. You've never seen Hangover? That's your generation, isn't it? We're talking to our producer, Jenna. She's well, awesome. Well, drugs and addiction is everybody's generation. Right. So it's... And you, uh, you know what? It is funny because we do kind of, um, you know, you, you go to these movies and everything and it is kind of, it's funny, it's downplayed, it looks cool. like it's fun, it's sure. glamorous. I mean, we look at commercials and everybody's out having a great time. Sure. You just worked hard. Let's go to the bar, have a beer. <laughs> Would you, I'd like to see a commercial where their shirt's off, he's in the middle of the parking lot ready, ready to fight somebody, <laughs> and it's not going to work out in his favor. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. What about a nice, we, that's what we need to do, a nice realistic commercial about beer drinking. Well, they have that. That's called Cops. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, Live. it is. <laughs> it's, Live. Always, it's always from Florida. <laughs> it's, it used to be cost back in the uh, our day when we were growing up. It's called Live PD now. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Live, Live PD. PD. So you can actually watch it live unfold in all its glory and everything. So, Mike, so you, um, so <clears throat> you are a comedian, and, yep, and you've traveled all over the country. I have. You've been to Vegas, California, everything. Um, so... Um, did you do a little drinking in California? Did a no. little drinking? I have never drank in. It's it's crazy. I uh, never drank in Florida. I've never drank in any other state except Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Wow, that's where I grew up. Um, yeah, I moved to Florida again. 
you want to try to get so sober. Florida is not a good place to go right. because, half-joking, Florida is the start-over state. It's yeah. the Band-Aid state. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, look, we all know about uh, about addiction. You can find addiction anywhere. You can go to Des Moines, Iowa. It's you and your mindset. I just flipped the switch and I've said enough. So you asked me about have I drank? No, I've I've walked off stage. <clears throat> I've walked off stage uh, at the Comedy Connection years ago and sweating. And I thought it was my Coke, Diet Coke, and it was a rum and Coke. And I've taken a sip. I didn't flip out. I didn't have a relapse. I just said, oh, that's a rum and Coke. Right. So, um, yeah, my, my personal um, journey has just been I've made a life choice for myself. That's all it is. I made yeah. a life choice. I don't want this in my life anymore. Um, you know, there's an old joke out there. It's like, oh, me and my girlfriend broke up. And so I started drinking. Sure. So now you can go through all that pain with a hangover. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you're always going to have crap. That's life. Um, and if you want to continue to party, that's just going to add on to your crap. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... Yeah, the problems you know, aren't going away. Yeah, they're not going away. They're not going away, Bill, you know? So you just try to drink them away. You can't. Yeah. You can't. So uh, now you, you... So, like, you just quit then. You just straight up quit? I stopped on Thanksgiving and, yeah, cold turkey. Yeah. Well, I'll, that's I'll, what... I, that's just... I, I, You know, I did the same thing. Sure. Like, I didn't take the AA route. Um, and, uh, again... It's not that I'm against AA. I my um, I have people that I know that have benefited greatly. I have benefited greatly uh, from their recovery through the AA program, sure. and I know so many great, great people um, who are doing well and giving back to society, which I think is is huge. I want to really stress that is like. People, when they're in their addictions and and they're doing everything they can to feed it, mm-hmm. um, they're not. That's not really who they are. I mean, I justifying people the things that people have done. Yeah. Um, um, it's the drugs. It's talking. the drugs, right? It's, it's the addiction. That's what it is, and you got to get to that person. Unfortunately, the people on the end, the family, the friends, those are the people who right. get who get abused and, and get taken hurt. advantage of, get hurt. So it's the drug that's acting out. Um, so it's if the my, booze. Pe- my people who are just you know jumping in right now. Hi, how are you? Yeah, Patriots on Sunday. Yeah, chicken wings, nachos. Surround yourself with good people. We're going to another Super Bowl. <laughs> um, it's going to be huge. We're going to have a great time. <laughs> um, it's it is it's one of those things, Bill. And what you're doing, uh, this is my friend. People who don't know, he's a fellow comedian, and he's been sober over 30 years. Bill Farrell. This rock bottom to recovery is his um, his flex. This is what he's decided to do. This is what I have decided to do on my Wednesday afternoon. And if one person out there. Uh, connects. Uh, you can private message me. You can find out, um, you know, more about Bill and what he's doing to try to uh, impact people. He's a comedian. I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm a little upset with Bill because I said I'm wearing the, um, you know, the husky flannel shirt today. That's true. And you, true. you, you one up to me. And well, I didn't one up you. It just shows that we both have style. But you know, honestly, I'd like to get um, Jenna's perspective. Jenna, do we have style? Yes. Producer Genesis, we have style. We have style. How's my and, makeup? And if you're tuning in, I just want pe- the people that aren't watching us Facebook Live, if you're tuning in, I have long um, brown flowing hair. I have uh, green eyes. 
Ball. That if you look into, they would just melt you. I have this uh, million dollar white smile. Uh, I'm tanned. Uh, I am. Uh, I am uh, quite the thing to look at. He has a dad. Bod. <laughs> he has know. a dad. Bod. <laughs> um, I have Andy Rooney eyebrows. Can I share that? Share some Andy Rooney eyebrows, Mike. You know, the other day I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I says, "Hmm, where did that eyebrow come from?" Overnight, I was thinking. <laughs> It's just something I had. I don't know. I don't have a joke for it. But they I just come out. Because Andy Rooney, yeah, yeah, overnight. I'm like, what the? What the? Who the? How's that happening to me? Jenna, do you know who Andy Rooney is? Just no idea. I suspect that when this the next podcast is like, I am not sitting in that room because they keep coming to me. Yeah. If you don't know who Andy Rooney is, he's on 60 Minutes. He was on 60 Minutes. He was on 60 Minutes. God bless right. him. And I'll tell you, you know, 60 Minutes... Um, if you um, Google 60 Minutes Whistleblower and Too Big to Prosecute, those are two episodes on 60 Minutes. If you want to get an idea into a bigger picture about this whole prescription medication. Big Pharma? Big Pharma, baby. But it's it's like, I mean, Google it and watch it. They're literally 20 minutes, but you'll be horrified when you turn it off. Sure. Um, because it's so much bigger than, you know... Um, trying to get this problem solved and and it just it, it's so big that all you can really do is it is it's money but all we can really do is you sit here and, and and educate and bring awareness and and the more information you can get to people um the better decisions they'll make and what i'll use as an example mike is um in in our town i belong to the hober cares coalition and from that coalition, the Bulldog Cares um, Coalition grew. And it's a group of young individuals um, who this year are tackling substance use disorder yeah. uh, and educating their peers, which is unbelievable to me, like youth educating their peers on substance use disorder. But um, the, the, the whole tobacco, they, they tackled uh, tobacco and I think the number, if I'm correct, is 84. So 84% of the youth do not use tobacco anymore. And obviously there's many reasons. There are those commercials that we see now. But at the end of the day, it's education. Sure. And when you educate young people, um, they show that they will make the right decisions. And that, that right there is going to be the, the change uh, for the future because we're losing, we're losing a generation of 66, people. 66,000 people passed away last 66, year. 66,000 in, in this country. Those it's, are it's crazy. Staggering numbers. <coughs> and, uh, it again, it affects everyone. Um, and, and people are uh, they're shamed. They're embarrassed. Um, it, it affects everyone. Any family member, any color. Right. Anyone can be affected by addiction, and it's uh, it's raising awareness. Um, you know, you asked me, uh, I've asked you many times, hey, I'd love to come on when we've done some shows together. Hey, I said, I'll come on your show anytime you want to do. I'll talk about it. I'm an open book. That's life. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. no... There's no, uh, there's no Oz behind that curtain. That's life. That's this is real issues that people talk about. So um, that is a nice backdrop, isn't it? Looks beautiful. We have a backdrop. It's a it's a red curtain with a microphone and a spotlight. Hey, you guys they, can figure they, out they why. Can, they can see that. They can figure out why. No, we're not Chippendales. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> I'm uh, chocolate. That's chip. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, like we'll go, like we'll just talk about something really serious, and then next, you know, we're joking again. But but that's that's but what that's it. That's Maybe what it's all that's about. That's what this is about. That's, you know, 
you know, I mean, we can we can have a few laughs as we try to uh, move forward and, and help uh, this issue. So as Mike pointed out, if you guys are watching um, and you have a question that um, – Message me, Rock Bottom to Recovery uh, podcast is on Facebook. Um, you can just send me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can if you have a family member or whatever. Um, we have, I, I'll give a little plug to um, the Holbrook Cares uh, meets er, the first Tuesday of every month right here in the Holbrook up at the Town Hall at 7 p.m. It's an opportunity to um, come in and connect in with uh, resources. Um, if you're struggling, if you know somebody that's struggling, if you have some questions, if you have anything you can show up first tuesday of every month at the town hall 7 p.m hobart cares and then we from there mike we got the hope drop-in center which is the second monday um if uh, if it, if i had that right i should know it but every time i'm on here i'm like what what is it i get confused but i think it's the second monday it's not sunday yet. that that's a mistake um and that's another place um to get resources uh training uh connect in we have naaa uh we've done uh NACAN training there um you know, there's a lot of resources there. Um, so that's just another opportunity for you guys to connect in and um, um, get yourself on the road to recovery. Yeah. Um, so what is uh, your thought about the uh, recovery industry in Massachusetts, Mike, as you kind of traveled around? have you? Actually, you know what? This is it just reminded me. You just went and spoke somewhere, didn't you? Tell tell us about that. I did. I was uh, a friend of mine contacted me and she asked me if I would go speak at a sober house, and I said absolutely without hesitation. I had never done that before. Um, obviously, I can I can talk in front of folks. So uh, basically, I was uh, afforded the opportunity to go speak in front of forty gentlemen who are on the uh, road to recovery, and it was the most gratifying, humbling experience. Honestly, yeah, I think it's in my top five wheelhouse of things I've ever done in my life right. because um, I could share my story and impact and then make the guys laugh as well along right. the way. Um, one of the things that was very interesting, somebody had asked me, I opened up the forum to ask, you know, if they wanted to, you know, share some questions and, the, and they, they jumped right in Um the guy asked me, he says, so you work in this business, the entertainment business? I said, sure. He says, do you have any temptations to, to drug and use again? I said, I really don't. I says, anytime I see Ray Liotta in a car with helicopters flying above and Mick Jagger stones playing, <laughs> that alone just gives me the willies <laughs> about partying. I don't care if it's drinking or anything. When he's sweating, and he's like, I knew I had still had time to go to my Pittsburgh connection, and Jimmy wanted those guns. I told her, don't use the phone. So what does she do? She uses the phone. <laughs> what is it with these women in my life? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Producer Jenna got that reference. She well, the best it. line in Goodfellas is Ray Liotta. Karen, that's all the coke we had, Karen. We're not going to get caught, Karen. we got to figure it out. <laughs> we got to figure, we gotta it, figure out. it out, Karen. Um, so... The other question that you asked me was, resources are available. People are shamed and embarrassed, right. and that's, that's, that's old school. You need to go. A real person needs to stand up and say, I have a problem. I've got, I've got a problem, okay. and I'm going to stop this. And you got to get those people over that fear. Right. Um, I used to gig perform in casinos all the time, all of them. 
Nothing makes me more excited than bing, 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 bing. There's energy. There's booze. There's people having fun in that environment. Yeah. And then I realized you're never going to beat the house. Somebody paid for those chandeliers. Yeah. Don't let it be you. Yeah. I enjoy gambling. I enjoy, But I just realized, and I've worked with comics over the years, who at the end of the week, they owed the comedy club money because they kept getting advances. <sighs> Can I get 250 Can I get a couple hundred bucks? Yeah. We go do a gig. Next thing you know, we're walking out of the comedy club room. We're right on the casino floor, and we're bing, 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 bing. It's free drinks. It's, yeah. it's all the elements are there. So addiction is so... I know I have an addictive personality. Like, I know tonight is Wednesday. I'm already thinking about pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's my addiction is I enjoy good food. Uh, And that's a good choice because I try to balance it by going and working out in the gym. And it's all about, it's about balance. It is balance, isn't it? Moderation. It's about moderation. You know, I'm so silly with my pizza. I'll eat the whole piece of pizza except for the crust. What? Who does that? (laughs) What a loser. <laughs> have you ever had Linwood's pizza? Who? Linwood's? No. Oh, we might have to. Uh, they should I don't be know a sponsor. What your, I don't know what your schedule is uh, tonight, but we might have to take a ride to Linwood's after we Tell leave, me about yeah. the Linwood pizza. It's Who just, doesn't love pizza? It's barroom pizza. It's like it's been there forever since <laughs> I was a little kid. It's it's a huge. It's, it's huge. It's small. It's huge. Like, I actually went to lunch uh, a couple of weeks ago there, and nothing has changed inside this bar no. since like the 60s. It's, uh, it's probably even more than that, but that's just when I remember Bill, it. Bill, I got to tell you, I love, I love what you're doing with pizza. Road to Recovery, but don't ever be a pitch man for pizza. Yeah. It's been sitting out there forever. It's in a bar. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking there's Kino tickets laying on there's top no of it. Ticket. There's nothing but pizza and beer, and yes, I am an enabler at this moment. <laughs> I will enable you to some delicious pizza. Pizza is yeah, if you, am- if amazing. You're if not, if not, we can probably do it at another time. Pizza's but. like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> we're not having sex. No, we're and not. We're not having Linwood pizza right now either. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, let me ask you. So, obviously, you have a gift uh, um, t- to bring laughter and stuff like that. So... Um, and you actually already, you kind of already answered the question because you said it's in your top five. But uh, how amazing is that to be able to to use your gift, um, um, your talent um, to bring healing? And honestly, and I'm not speaking, I'm not a medical expert, but I know um, for a fact that there is um, healing in laughter. Um, it releases stress. There's so many wonderful things that the body does. It releases it endorphins. Uh, look, it's <clears throat> yeah. it's one of those things. Uh, I'm not a doctor. Well, on the internet, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, making people laugh. People. Here's the interesting thing with being a, a performer, as you know. I'm sure you encounter that. People always ask, "Are you significant other?" And my lovely and talented girlfriend Dina, who I love, um, is he is he always funny? Yeah. Well, that would be annoying. Yeah. No, um, but it's a job. And when they call your name and you hit the stage, it's time to perform and do your job. There's no sick days being a comedian. You can't call up the club and say, I won't be in tonight. I'm having unfunny like symptoms. Yeah. But laughter is infectious. Um, and you, you just have to be able to, you know, balance your life. I mean, people don't realize being an entertainer, it's about business brand building and you know managing your your skills and what you do and who you surround yourself with to keep yourself good so that you can be the best at what you do right and you know it's just something where i just made a choice about partying and you know um 
it's just something that was part of my life before, and, and I'm very fortunate to not have those cravings yeah. to, I get the juice. I get the juice. <laughs> I get the juice. I get the juice from uh, making an impact in people's lives. Yeah. You know, for about five years, I was a big brother. I think you did that before too, didn't you, B? Um, no, I, um, no, I don't think I've ever done Big Brother. So, you know, it, it, it really filled, a, you know, uh, a void in my life. I don't have kids. I do. He's a dog, but that's my furry kid. But a Big Brother really allowed me to, you know, help that kid not make the mistakes that I was making at that age. Right. And he's, he's a good kid and he's on the road. That's and, awesome. And I wish him the best with his future. So there's those types of things that... I maybe wouldn't have. I obviously wouldn't have had the insight or the time or the energy if I was uh, if I was out partying and and not being you know growing up. Well, I think too it, it's probably um, helpful for when you go like you said you went to that sober house and you spoke to those um, gentlemen um, to see someone in the entertainment yep. industry yep. performing and doing it sober and having a great time. I, I would say like what. Most of our rock stars, the Rolling Stones, all those guys, they all partied and everything. Sure. And, um, and at some point, they all got sober. I yep. actually, you know what? Let me just say that. I wrote, um, I was just looking today because I was just kind of curious about comedians that had died of a drug overdose. Um, obviously, Lenny Bruce, um, very famous way sure. back in the day, 1966, he, he passed from a drug. He was 40 years old. Recently, um, what was, um, do you know... Um, did you ever uh, run into any of those guys, Greg? Uh, Greg Giraldo, yeah, yeah. sure, on Amer um, Amer Last Comic Standing. Last Comic Standing. He was standing. one of the judges. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, uh, great comedian. Belushi, we can Chris Farley. Yeah, Belushi and Farley, everybody sure. knew those I mean, ones. It's, um, you know, it's one of those things we, we, we say. <clears throat> when it's you and drugs, drugs is gonna drugs are, are going to win. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate. Um, you know, addiction is so, so powerful. Um, people are trying to strangle something. They're trying to, they're trying to do something. Uh, to bury the pain of whatever it was, right? And it's it's very powerful. It's unfortunate uh, you lose the great ones. They always say comedians are tortured souls. Yeah, I'm not tortured. Yeah, I'm not. But I'm, have you run into some tortured souls? I have run course. into some uh, comedians that you know you would think like you just perform a, uh, maybe tops an hour a night, maybe a little bit longer, but that's it. So everybody sure. normally, right? What would you think? Sure. Oh man, you only do like what uh, an hour a night, like on a Friday, Saturday. That's got to sure. be fantastic. But sure. I've run into Comedians are just absolutely miserable. Well, they have no other, um, no other, you know, life choices. They have no other things that occupy their time. Yeah, they, and I'm not knocking comics. I want to put that out there right now. I'm not no, knocking anybody at all. I, I'm just always amazed, like because, like, I mean, daily. Oh, you only work an hour a day, but you know, I mean, I, I obviously life's more than that. But sure. Um, but I was always like, kind of like, oh well. Uh, I wish they'd be happier. Sure. But um, but. Sobriety and you know uh, getting you know on the road to recovery. It's all about individuality. Some right. people can't can't get that first step going. Um, so it's back to what we were talking about earlier today, Bill. You got to surround yourself with good people who got your back, who uh, you know have your best interest, who aren't partying, who aren't using. Those yeah. are the things that people are you know environment. Uh, because they're my buddies. Right. I want to sit with you at the bar, and we're going to have a drink, and we're going to watch the Bruins or the Pats or the Celtics or the right. Bruins. Uh, yeah, the Sox, you're, you're, you're back in the, uh, you know, in the crap. Right. Um, so, again, what you are doing is amazing. Me and Billy have been gigging uh, together for a long time uh, over the years, and uh, I was always saying, I want to come on this show. I want to do this because if, um, if one person out there um, – 
get some help, then that's what it's all about. Yeah, if we if we can make a connection, that's why we're here. That's why we want to create again create that platform for open discussion about recovery and um, in the road to recovery. And if you uh, are struggling right now, just keep moving forward. Just keep doing what you have to do. Stay connected in. If you're going to A, whatever it is, I mean, there's so many people that have recovered and, and doing well now. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're, I think we're two of those people. I we're two. Say. you got 30. I'm enjoying life. 30 years? 30 years, yeah. 30 years, I got 27. Yeah. And we work in a crazy business. I always uh, say, either you come into the business crazy or the business is going to make you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I came in crazy. Yeah. See, it's just you, like you do this full time. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing it um, here and I do it part time. I produce shows. Sure. Um, I stay busy. I'm usually job. busy uh, monthly. And you treat people good. I, I do the best that I can. That actually comes from my father. You know, my father used to instill all these wonderful um, things inside me. And I just, I try to be that example and everything. I want to, you know, the usual treat people the way you want to be treated. But I mean, you know, um, I do. I want, uh, I, I, when I first started off, I realized like, yeah, this is kind of tough. You know, like it's it, it, open mics and all these things. And I, I was like, it, it, I, I came in a little bit later and I thought, it's dealing a lot of a lot of egos, sure, um, which is which stems from insecurity. Yeah, and so I, <clears throat> you know, I said I I, I don't want to be that way. Nope. Uh, if especially when I started producing shows. Well, you got ten seconds, kid. No, we're yeah, we're all right. Then we're going for the pizza place. Yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> um, but you know, Mike, you said this earlier, and I think this is very very important. If if you're it, this the stigma, it, that's another reason we're here, and and. As time goes on, it's slowly going by the wayside. There's just so many resources out there. And if you belong to a coalition or one of these grassroots, that's it. That's the backbone of this whole um, – it's how we're going to stop where we're at and where we're headed. And and it's already – it's already happening, but it's still a long road, and it's still frustrating. So we need to check ourselves. We need to stay connected in with um, everybody that's sober and doing the work because I might have a bad day, but I, I've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by people like, hey, you know what? We're good. We're, we're going to keep moving forward, and that's what we do. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, and I just want to say thank you, Mike, so much for coming on. I, we thank did you. talk about this, and uh, finally we're able to get you on, and it was definitely uh, – a privilege on our part to have you here and to share your stories. And I think it's important for people to know that, you know, you can get out there, you can do stand-up comedy or, or uh, entertainer. I mean, he's been all over and you can do it sober and have a great time and enjoy it even more. Sure. Like remembering, you know, that you had a good night or even worse, remembering you had a bad night. Sure. Um, and they happen in the business. Um, I, but- I went to the Super Bowl. I'll never forget in 1997, Pats weren't playing, which is amazing because yeah. these kids these days, they think the Patriots are in every Super Bowl. <laughs> it seems like it, doesn't it? Eight out of 18 years for Brady. It's amazing. But I went to the Super Bowl in San Diego. I saw the Packers play the, the Broncos. And that was one of those things where the people I was hanging out with hanging out with were partying. I sat and I watched every single play. And I've yeah. watched every single World Series, Bruins, Celts, Pats, all of them. Yeah. All of them. And um, you're... The Christmases, I remember everything now. I have them all up in yeah. the file. Isn't remember, that amazing? I remember where I, I was. <laughs> I flew 910 from Providence to L.A. 11.45, I landed in L.A. time, which is 2.45 back here. I remember everything in yeah. my life now. Yeah. And so uh, rock, rock bottom to recovery. Yeah. We're going to make a difference. So yeah. 
Thank you very much. I no, you're welcome. It. It's uh, my pleasure, and uh, it is good. I do have to say, I remember everything, and uh, it's I love it. I love it. I want to remember these. I want to experience life, and I want to experience it, uh, the good, the bad, the indifference, but I want to be able to remember it, and I couldn't say that when I was drinking. I'd have to wake up, and somebody would have to tell me what I did, and it usually wasn't anything well, good. Well, hopefully, Bill, <laughs> on Monday morning, when everybody in Patriots Nation wakes up, you'll be able to say... It was the sweetest Super Bowl ever. <laughs> and, and we'll remember. <laughs> and so. we will remember because there's something about slicing a grilled hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> what was he talking about? <laughs> Nobody knows what his reference. Because Tom had cut his hand. I mean, there's just something about a grilled slice hot dog. That <laughs> He likes hot dogs. Who doesn't love hot dogs at a football game? And I always say people— he's, a, he's marketing food at the next game, and he's mixing it in with Tom Brady. That's genius. I met Mr. That's Kraft genius. last summer. Oh, my God. I was nervous. I went to an event at the Hall of Fame, and he was right next to me. I says, Mr. Kraft, really nice speech. He goes, very nice to meet you. Enjoy the sushi. <laughs> Enjoy the sushi. And with that, let me make these last announcements, and we'll wrap this up. Guys, Holbrook cares. Um, Coalition meets the first Tuesday of every month. February 6th, we're going to have Corey Finney, um, and he's with the SAFE Project. Corey Finney's coming on our Rock Bottom to Recovery po uh, podcast February 28th. Um, Corey's got a great story. Um, Corey, if I remember correctly, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, Corey, but um, I don't think Corey ever really struggled with addiction, but he's he's doing amazing things, and, and you know, and we're going to have him on here, and he's going to tell us um, what he does and how you can get involved if you'd like. Uh, but that's February 28th, and, but you can meet Corey um, February 6th, the um, Hobart Cares meeting and see what Corey does there too. Um, February 14th, we have Amber Hersey Smith. Um, and that's going to be Valentine's Day, same time, 4 15 to 5 o'clock. And Amber's coming in because Amber's going to give um, um, her perspective of what it was like to be um, in a family where both parents were using um, and just to try to give people an understanding, you sure. know, a, a human side of it. Because so many times I've listened to people just say horrible things. Um, and I really want people to understand that people in their addiction are loved. Um, you know, there's family out there that loves them. And sure. so um, I listened to Amber's talk and she was awesome. And I grabbed her and I said, Amber, would you come on to the podcast and Good just deal. talk? And so that's what we're going to be doing. That will be February 14th, uh, not next Wednesday, the Wednesday after. Um, you can find us, Rock Bottom to Recovery Podcast, Facebook. Um, message us with any questions that you have. And again, thank you so much, guys, for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Pettit. My pleasure. And it was awesome. Give us one more impression as we roll out, Mike. <clears throat> You know, we, uh, you know, I'm just trying to focus on Sunday, Bill. I, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Bye, guys. Have a good night. Be safe. Boom.